as CEOs, our job is to determine what's important now. Well, what's important now became super clear as an industry. We got totally stressed and distracted by this COVID crisis. Man, just so proud of our team. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And it's a truly an honor to be with you here today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And Dr. Stephen, I'm thrilled that we're going to be kicking off a series today that's extremely timely and relevant. You know, the word of uh, the, the day right now is pivot. You know, I know that all of you can relate with this. It has been quite a run for us, not only in chiropractic, but in any industry and in most industries that are right now walking through what we're journeying through. And so we're just coming on the off of an amazing two-day immersion that we had with our tribe, with our clients. It was absolutely incredible. And we felt it be it was very important for us right now to dig into some of the things and concepts that we were able to unpack with our with our doctors, with our tribe, that we know is going to add so much value to you as a listener. And even if you've heard some of these concepts before, we're going to dig in and double click and go deeper on what we call the Phoenix plan. We're going to unpack that over these next few episodes because we know that right now that's what's important. Now the CEO asks themselves, what's important? right now. And we know that right now, this is what's most important. So we're going to unpack for you the three phase action plan that you need to be doing right now for your practice and for your business. It's absolutely critical that we take action right now at this time. We're all in the midst of this right now. And so the three phases that we're going to unpack for you, starting with stabilization, which is phase one, phase two, which is reactivation, phase three, mobilization. This will all make so much more sense to you after we unpack this and as we unpack this for you right now. Dr. Steven, I know that we've been getting feedback already from clients that we work with in our coaching organization um, who are seeing so much more clearly now. They have a greater level of, of confidence. There's a lot more peace in the midst of the storms that we're all navigating through right now simply because we're able to provide a framework. And we hope that this is what, what happens for all of you as, as listeners to this podcast. Yeah, Dr. Pete, that's such a good word. And we've been chomping at the bit <laughs> this week to get to our podcast recordings, right? So, uh, you know, because here's the truth, gang, we're in it with you. Okay, so I want to make sure you hear that loud and clear. So uh, we are in the trenches, in the battle with you. No one is immune to this situation, right? So this is not a you thing. <laughs> this is not an us thing. This is not a chiropractic thing. This is not just a CEO thing. This is not an American thing, Australian thing, Canadian thing, wherever you listen. This is a global situation and everyone is in it. So uh, we just want you guys to know that we're in it with you. And we were super excited to be able to share with you our experience over the last really three, four weeks, because it made it really real to us when we start talking about adaptation, right? So uh, we all know, and we have studied, we have taught, we have lived the truth that 
you know, the definition of wellness is the body's ability to adapt readily and appropriately to a stressor, right? So we have proven, <laughs> we've been tested and we've been proven, we've had the opportunity to prove the, the health and the wellness of our business as, you know, we were facing the Chicago immersion that we had scheduled uh, for this past weekend. We were supposed to do a live event. We had a couple hundred people on their way to Chicago to hold our remarkable attraction immersion event, which is a massive undertaking when you think about the flights, the hotels, working with the hotel with catering and the, you know, all of the logistical elements of running a live event. We're four weeks out and uh, we needed to look at each other and say, I think Chicago's going to be closed. <laughs> like, I think they're closing the state of Illinois. And we needed to make the decision right then and there to pivot. And we did as an organization, we immediately said, let's get ahead of this thing. Let's call it right now. And we had to make a pivot, right? We had to adapt and we shifted and we recognized this is how we usually create value and deliver value and capture value. And we're not going to be able to do that. So we need to pivot as an organization. We need to adapt to this stress and say, you know what? How could we continue to create value, deliver value, add value and capture value as an organization? And it was just so inspiring to watch our team immediately embrace it. We could have kicked the can down the road. We could have said, you know what, let's just reschedule it. Or you know what, it's just, this is crazy. Let's just cancel it, right? So we could have done any of those things. But instead, what we said was, no, this is way too important. We have to deliver this information right now. We need to get with our teams right now. We got to get with our tribe. We need to get together and we need to focus on exactly what's important right now. So not only did we pivot on like taking it from live event to taking it online and doing a virtual live event, we changed all of our content. Like we literally crumpled up the paper, threw it over our shoulder and said, all right, <laughs> let's rewrite it. And we created something. We did a total pivot on the content and we created what we're going to talk about here today, which is the Phoenix plan where we said, all right, we, we know that as CEOs, our job is to determine what's important now. Well, what's important now became super clear as an industry. We got totally stressed and distracted by this COVID crisis. Man, just so proud of our team. Yeah, it's amazing when you think about how all of you are responding right now. And I know as you're listening to you know, this podcast, as you're listening to this episode, you, where you are in your current state of how things are going for you in your business. I just want you to know that regardless of where you are, we're here for you. We hear you. Nobody's crushing it right now. You know, like I think that it's, it's moments like these that all of us are, are humbled in a sense and in a good, in a good way, but in a hard way where we realize how we've been exposed. We've all been exposed, right? Our teams are being exposed. Ourselves are being exposed. Our families are being exposed. Our finances are being exposed. How we've educated our patients are being exposed. Our patients are being exposed. Things are being exposed right now. So I just want to speak to that and just let you know, like right now it's, it's all about stabilization. So if anything, we hope that from this initial, you know, this episode right here and over these next weeks ahead, it's really about stabilization. Like that's the, that's gotta be the primary focus for us. When you think about the Phoenix rising from the ashes, you got to remember where they were rising from ashes, right? So we got to recognize the fact that right now you might be feeling the burn. I was, Doc and I were talking, you know, offline and it's like, man, you know, you feel like you're getting punched in the gut, you know, like you work so hard to get to this point and no, no, none of you, I, I'm going to go ahead out there on the limb and say, all of you work hard. All of you are doing the best you possibly can. You've all been working hard. And then nobody necessarily plans for this. Like there's no real strategic plan for a global shutdown. Like who, so, you know, a snowstorm, you know, a blizzard, the sh sh city shuts down for a couple of days. Yeah, that can happen. Summer, 
we all know how to navigate through summer, the holidays. Yep, we figured that one out over the years. We're getting better at doing that. But this, yeah, what's the plan? So I just want you to know that whatever you're going through, it's okay that you're feeling what you're feeling, but it's not okay for you to stay there, okay? Because the, the goal is to rise up. And I will say this, Doc, we, we talked about this, and this is some of the things from our, our event, but you've been preparing for this your entire career. You've been preparing for this moment. You were being set up all along for this moment. This is what you've been preparing for. You know, and I, I think about this concept of what grows down must grow up, right? What grows down must grow up. When you think about planting a seed in the ground, the first thing that happens is it grows down before it grows up. So if you feel like you've been going down, well, guess what? The absolute fact is it's only growing down because you're going to grow up. You're going to go feeling like you're down only to rise up. So there's a rising up out of this. This is a call to action. This is a, this is a moment of, okay, let me take inventory and see where I am. I recognize the fact of where I am. And some of you may, I may be asking you, some of you this question, you may have not asked yourself this question, but how has your vision changed? You know, one of the, the roles of a CEO, especially in a time like this, is to step up and say, this is the vision. This is where we're going. This is where we are now. Let's be real and say, this is where we are now, but this is still where we're going. This is the mountain that we have set that as being our true north. This is where we're going. So how has your vision changed right now? Are you seeing more clearly why you do what you do? Or has it become clouded? Have your convictions changed? What's happening right now? I think really important right now, part of stabilization is you first and foremost taking inventory for yourself as the leader. Who are you and who are you being? And what are your convictions? And how are you experiencing this moment? And what is this stirring inside of you? How is this affecting how you're seeing? Are you seeing more clearly now why you do what you do and what your purpose is of your business and why your organization exists and why you exist? Or is there a cloudiness? And if there is clear vision, what are you going to do about it? If there's a cloudiness, what are you going to do about it? Now is the time to really press into this. And I believe that as we unpack these stages of this plan, it's really important that you start with yourself. Where is your certainty at? What's being exposed in you at this time? I know things have stirred in me. Doc, I know things have stirred in you. Things have been stirring in all of us. I go back to think about how well have we educated our patients in the months and years leading up to this moment. Guess what? That's going to be exposed right now. How well have I trained my team and equipped my team? And how well did I do with hiring A players? Well, guess what? That's being exposed right now. How well have I done in preparing myself as a CEO of my organization? How have I been continuing to casting vision and staying, staying the course and making my recommendations for care based on what I'm convicted about versus, you know, just going with the flow and kind of sitting back and, you know, just kind of, that, that's all being exposed right now. This season has exposed all of that to us. And so it's an opportunity for us to look at our past and say, okay, I take inventory of what, how I've been. I see where I've been and what I've been doing. And I'm also seeing like, okay, I get an opportunity to make a decision, rewrite the story or take the story to a whole nother level. And I believe that's what we're all going to be able to do now. We'll be back to my conversation with Dr. Steven right after this. Hey doc. We've got great news for you. The remarkable attraction immersion originally planned for Melbourne is now happening online May 1st and 2nd. In response to the COVID-19 coronavirus situation, 
and ensuing restrictions on travel, hotels, gatherings, and restaurants, we are moving the awesome, remarkable attraction immersion online, live and virtual. We've created an awesome event, highly relevant, addressing the concerns, questions, and needs that you and your team are facing right now. And we also know that this too will pass. And we're going to get you ready to step into the gap and be prepared and ready to seize the opportunity that you will be facing in your community over the next few months. The same awesome TRP coaches will follow the same remarkable practice live event program schedule. Get your team together at your office or home or offsite and hunker down for a value-packed weekend of training. You will be ready to take action immediately, even if your practice is closed. Join us for this incredible virtual live event. Roberto Monaco is coming alongside Dr. Franson, all the TRP coaches to teach this seminar through the weekend. If you don't know Roberto, he's the premier undisputed heavyweight champ of influential and persuasive speaking in chiropractic. We have a program in place so that you're fully equipped to have the answers. Register now for the virtual live Remarkable Attraction Immersion event May 1st and 2nd and save over 65%. To grab this special deal, go to www.theremarkablepractice.com forward slash events forward slash AUS dash attraction. Again, that's www.theremarkablepractice.com forward slash events forward slash AUS dash attraction. Don't pass up on this deal because it ends May 1st. Grab your team and we'll see you online. And now back to my conversation with Dr. Steven. So let's frame out this conversation because I know we're doing a three episode series here on this Phoenix plan. And I want to make sure that everybody finds themselves in this conversation because wherever you are in the continuum, wherever you are, our experience with we have eyes into a couple thousand chiropractors that we interact with. So there's a whole spectrum of where uh, doctors find their businesses right now. So, but they essentially fall into one of three categories, far right hand side of the bell curve. They're like, yeah, we're off by 15 to 25, 30% because of the distraction factor. But it's, you know, it's basically business as usual. This is frustrating because it's a distraction, but we're going to get right through it. Right. So, or you might find yourself in the middle where you're down somewhere between 40 and 60% where you're, you've got this freak out factor going on where you're like, holy crap, uh, you know, what's going to happen? Should we be open? <laughs> you know, are we going to be open, et cetera? Or, and then you have the far left-hand side of the bell curve that you're like, oh no, we're closed. Right? So we're not, we're not seeing patients where the door has been padlocked. The governor said we can't, you know, see patients or, or maybe we can only see acute patients. So I'm seeing like 5% of my practice. Right? So wherever your business is, doc, this conversation is going to apply to you. Okay. So this is going to be relevant to you because wherever you are, everybody has one thing in common. What we're trying to do is we're trying to regain our footing. So we're going to do that for you. We're going to work with you here, come alongside you and help you dig in and get those spikes set, right? So you can start driving with your legs again. That's the objective of this plan. Now that's your business. What I also want to recognize is where you might be, Doc. So you as the person who's leading this organization, we're also sensitive to where your headspace is at right now. And we want to just, you know, check in with you and say, where are you right now in the continuum? Are you, again, far right-hand side of the bell curve where you're like, 
oh yeah, no, I was born for this. I was made for this. This is like what Dr. Pete likes to say. When the temperature goes up, I'm at my best, right? So when the pressure is on, you want me in the foxhole, right? Or maybe you're in the middle. You're like, well, <laughs> truthfully, I'm sort of vacillating between, you know, some days I feel like the hero, other days I'm in a complete panic, right? So, uh, or you're on the far left-hand side of the bell curve and you're like, you know, honestly, I'm gripped with fear. You know, I'm just overwhelmed by this whole thing and I need some help. So regardless of where you are on that continuum, doc, we want you to know, number one, we're here for you, okay? And that this, in these next three episodes, we're gonna be speaking to you, okay? So wherever you are, let's get you moving in the right direction because as we like to say, it's not about perfection, it's about progression, right? So every day, we're gonna be pointed in the right direction, digging our legs in and moving in the right direction. So let's look at the framing of this program, right? Of this, what we call the Phoenix Plan, we're going to address this in three stages or three phases. And here we are. We're in the beginning of Q2 2020. And it was three months in the quarter, April, May, and June. So let's look at the three phases as loosely attached to each of the three months, right? So phase one is April, phase two is May, phase three is June, right, of 2020. So the first month, the first phase is about stabilization. It's about stabilizing your business. The second month or the second phase is about reactivation, where we're going to double back and we're going to go, go get those people that are what we call missing in action. Those are the people that have fallen out of the boat, so to speak, during this corona crisis, this distraction. And then the third phase or the third month, which would be June, will be all about mobilization, where the marketplace is going to be picking its head up. You're going to see some daylight and it's going to be time to execute on our marketing plan, right? So we want to make sure that we are prepared and ready to mobilize, and that's going to be mobilization. So it's stabilization, reactivation, mobilization. So this is so powerful, Doc. And I know that, you know, just even hearing that as you're listening to this, that creates such an amazing talk track for you as you lead your team, right? As you, as the CEO of your organization, as you meet with your team, this is the first thing you need to do is you need to lay out this out for them, right? So as you're hearing this, you know, immediately your brain really needs to go to, okay, so as I set, when I meet with my team, my leadership team, your team and your business, these are the, this is the framing of your conversation. It's, this is what's important right now. And then the other question the CEO asks is, and what's important next? And that's why this is important because as a CEO, it's important even if, again, these are unprecedented times, it's important that you get a grip and you make a decision, you're decisive and saying, this is the next, this is what's next. This is what's important next. So it's stabilization now, it's reactivation next and mobilization right after that. So those are the things. And so what I love about our framework doc, and this goes back to previous episodes that we actually talked. So for all of you who are our regular listeners, you're gonna say, hey, I've heard this before. We're gonna see it through the framework of the first thing you got to do is you got a plan. We're going to unpack what's the plan for stabilization. Next thing you need to do is you need to prepare. What is it that you need to prepare? What does preparation look like during this time? Then you need to execute. And this is, of course, the pressing question right now. <laughs> Just what do we need to be doing right now? We're going to give you some things you need to assess. And so we're going to walk through that same framework of plan, prepare, execute, and assess for each one of these phases as you go through. As you get into month number two, we're gonna call that June. I'm sorry, we're gonna call that May. And month three, we're gonna call that June. We're again, going with the frame of the actual months of the year in the calendar of Q2. There is some assumption, we are taking some liberties here by assuming this is what, how it's all gonna kind of 
unfold over these next months. Regardless, though, this is still the right plan. This is still the strategy. So we start with plan. So what is the plan right now for stabilization of your practice? You're already in it, right? We, we are in the midst of it. So what have you planned? What was the plan as you came in? Hopefully you listened to one of our previous episodes, a few episodes back, we talked about the 10 things you need to be doing right now for your practice. Hopefully you listened to that and started implementing those. So step number one is actually having a plan. Number two is actually preparing, preparing yourself, preparing your team. Number three is executing. And that's the actual hands and feet of it. Okay, what are we actually doing? And then, of course, we will always be assessing and reassessing. And that's one of the things that we've seen happening a lot more is there's a lot more touching base as a team staying connected. So there's a lot of assessing and reassessing going on. So let's talk about the plan, Doc. What's the plan right now? So it's so critical. And I just want to reiterate what you said so nobody misses it. So that we look at this sort of as a across the entire year first, right? So we understand that you know, we showed up January 1st, 2020, and we had all aspirations of like, hey, this beautiful linear growth going through the year to hit our goals and grow the business. And if your chart looked like my chart, it was this beautiful trajectory, you know, nice straight line across Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4 uh, to grow the business. Uh, in fact, uh, on, an, on the trajectory to double the business this year, right? So, you know, that plan has been thwarted. <laughs> right? So there's been a distraction atom bomb dropped in the middle of that thing. And you know what? What we all know to be true right now is the best plan B right now for growing your business in 2020 is don't let it shrink too much in Q2 2020, right? So I want everybody to understand it's like, this is a pivot. This is, you know, when you're in battle, this is what the leader does. They pay attention. We show up and we have a plan. We prepare for the plan. We try to execute the plan and then we assess. And in this assessment, we said, whoa, okay, so things have changed. The environment have changed. Let's, let's, execute our contingency plan, right? So this is so important, guys, when, you know, as, as the Navy SEALs like to teach is we have contingency plan A, B, C, D, E, F, because we know, we absolutely know we are going to fail in the process. So it's not win or lose, it's win and learn, right? So win or learn, and you just fail forward fast. And this is a perfect example of learning how to flex that muscle. So if we zoom in on Q2 and we say, all right, so Q2 wasn't what we planned on originally. All right. So we're, we're going to plan B, right? So our first contingency plan and plan B is called the Phoenix plan, right? And first quarter, our plan is now to stabilize the business. That's number one. That's what we have to do first to stabilize the business. In other words, stabilize the leadership, stabilize your team and stabilize your patients, your active patients. This is the time in chaos. You don't think about commerce. You think about relationships. Lean into your relationships. Then we know moving into May, May is going to be about reactivation. It's going to be time to double back and go get those people that fell out of the boat, right? So that's going to be the plan for May. And then June, the plan is, is we're going to start to mobilize. It's going to be start marketing again. So that's the plan, plan, plan across the board, Dr. Pete. But what I want to introduce to the CEOs here is how do you actually use this algorithm of pro productivity, which is plan, prepare, execute, assess. We call it stacking, right? So I'm going to hold up a graphic because I know you might be watching this on YouTube and this might help. If you're not watching this on YouTube, then you can actually draw this out. And what I'm going to have you do is draw the three vertical columns and underneath, right? The three months of you've got April, May, and June. There's Q2 2020. What I want you to do is I want you to stack these elements. And at the bottom of looking at April, the first element is going to be 
on stabilization. So we're going to be executing stabilization in April. That's what we're focused on. In March, we were planning and preparing for the execution of stabilization in April. Now in April, not only are we going to be stabilizing the practice, but we are going to be planning and preparing for what we're going to do to reactivate in May. So you're, ex you're executing stabilization, but you are planning and preparing for May. And, the, and what we're going to do in May is we're going to stabilize the practice and we're going to layer on the next, the stacking, the next piece of this is we're going to start executing on reactivation. Now, while we're in May, we're going to start planning and preparing for June. So when June comes and it's time to mobilize, we've done the planning, we've done the preparing because June is about executing on mobilization. By the time we get to June, by the time we get to this third phase, it's not time to start thinking about mobilization. It's time to start mobilizing. And this is why it's so important that your organization has a CEO like you, because one of the things that has to happen here is that when you get into the execution phase, we're going to go back to the delegation methodology. This is actually where you're going to be recruiting the team that you have so that while they begin being deployed to execute, you then can start shifting your focus to what's important now for you, which is planning and preparing for the next phase. So you see how that works. So you've done plan and prepare. You recruit your team. You come up with the game plan. All right, hands in on three, and then boom, let's go. And then as soon as we go, you immediately begin to think, okay, so next phase, now that we're in phase, everybody's focused on stabilization of my team. Now you as a CEO, you pick up your head, you look slightly forward and say, okay, what am I going to start doing to plan for reactivation? So you see how this works. So you're toggling as a leader between what's important now and what's important next, not taking your eyes off of either. That's why we don't have the luxury of just putting our head down and bum up. We don't get that luxury. Remember, when you go from being the owner operator to the CEO, you pick your head up, you look at and you're saying, hey, I need to see what's important now and what's important next. And I need to manage those both at the same time. And so this is critical, CEOs, that you are able to see what Doc just said is I'm going to delegate and empower and equip and support my team as we execute, but I am going to continue to strategically look forward and knowing what's coming next is I need to prepare and plan for the next phase. So right now, if this is April and you're looking at what's coming next, you and your team need to now be executing on stabilization. We can go through that. But at the same time, you also need to be looking ahead, which is why these next episodes are going to be so powerful for you. We're going to be unpacking what does that actually look like to have to execute in each one of these phases. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. So doc, the first phase is stabilization. And the first thing that you need to do is get clear on what you believe to be best for your people, right? That's the first thing 
that you as a CEO need to do. You need to know what is the value that we deliver right now? What are our recommendations based on right now? And also consider what's the trade-off? So this is where we start with this first side of the Rubik's cube to solve your business. It still applies. The Rubik's cube applies right now, actually maybe more than ever. So the first side of the Rubik's cube is vision. So get clear on what you believe is best for your people. That's step number one. What is the value that you deliver as an organization? What are the recommendations that we're giving? What are they based on right now? How does that apply now? That's step number one. Step number two is meet with your team and get on the same page. That's not a one-off. That's not a one-time meeting. This has been something that we've seen with doctors and their teams has only been magnified the necessity of meeting with their team, getting and staying on the same page. So key. So what are their questions? Where do they lack clarity and certainty? What are the objections and questions they've been getting from your patients? Because we have to make sure that our team is stable and that we're all on the same page to do the third thing, which is stabilize your base of active patients. And we can dig into what that looks like as well. Yeah. So it's so important that you at this point start thinking about value, right? Everybody uses the term value, I think pretty loosely, but remember it's like the purpose of a business is to add value to somebody by solving a problem for them, right? So the stages of value will revisit it's create value, it's deliver value, it's add value and capture value, right? So the create value is the education piece of this. The deliver value is the execution piece of this. The add value is the perception, the consumer's perception piece of this. And then capture value is the collection. It's the transaction piece of this, right? So you got to stop and say to yourself, where, are, where am I on this continuum? Am I, are we business as usual or are we closed down or are we somewhere in between? Like, how can I continue to create value, deliver value, add value and capture value, right? So for those of you, I want to open your minds a little bit to be able to think outside the box. Maybe you have to make a pivot. Maybe you're like, yeah, no, you know what? We're adjusting people and we're doing offices and delivering patient care as usual. And we're still creating, delivering, adding and capturing value the same way. Some of you are like, no, we're closed. We can't do that. So what I want you to do is just, I want you to revisit the concept of, all right, so what could we be doing right now that may be a, a butt outside the box? How could we create value? How could we deliver value? How could we capture value? We'd have to keep to some transactions going here, right? So Pete, this is where I want to make sure that everybody's thinking, all right, so I, uh, my job description is pretty simple as a chiropractor. I, my job is to educate and adjust, right? Educate and adjust. That's how I add value. So if you are in a situation where you can't adjust people, you're locked out, or maybe there's some people that aren't coming into the practice uh, for whatever reason, and we'll get into that in a minute. How could you still deliver value? You can still educate people, right? So if your job description is educate and adjust, you can still educate people. This is where we need to get a bit more creative and start leveraging things like technology, right? And saying, okay, so how about we start doing consultations? We could do phone consultations or even better, we could do video consultations. We could do virtual consultations. This telehealth, you know, this is, it used to be a cottage industry. I'll tell you what telehealth as an industry has had a fast forward button with this COVID crisis, right? So, uh, you know, I love what they say is like, looking back at 2020, who's going to be responsible for advancing your business as far as your use of technology? Will it be the CEO? Will it be the CTO? 
Will it be the COO or will it be a COVID-19? Will it be COVID-19, right? So this stress has caused all of us to say, hey, how can I deliver value and leverage technology? So as a leader, you need to be picking your head up and saying, okay, so here's our current situation. These are the brutal facts. How can we pivot and make sure that we continue to connect with our people and direct our people? In other words, how can we create environments where we can have, we have connection, we have direction, so we can have collection? You know, I, I, it's so much power and so much value in what you just said. I, I think I'm going to go back to a point that you made earlier, which was it's about relationships, right? Right now, it's all about relationships. And that's what we're actually talking about is that the value that you add now is all about relationships. It's about the relationship deposits, the relationship equity that we're creating right now with the people that we are serving, whether it's, again, your current active patient base, or if you're leveraging some of the, the platforms that we have, let's call it social media, it could be your, your email list, you, know, you may be actually adding value to people who are not currently people you're collecting value from, right? You may not be collecting value from, but right now you are certainly adding value to them during this time, which again, may eventually turn into collecting value because again, there is a law of reciprocity. There's a law of, uh, that, that are applied, that still apply, laws still apply even in crises. Truth still is truth, even in the middle of, middle of a crisis. So what are the things that you can be doing right now? And doc, this is something that we talked about at the event and it just was so powerful is practical ways for you to be adding value to your people using technology. So if you're a chiropractor and you're currently seeing patients, this doesn't mean you're not, this doesn't apply to you. This absolutely applies to you because, you know, we need to be right now stabilizing our patient base by adding value to them right now. Because as we've said, right from the beginning of time, they spend a couple of minutes in our office, they're spending the rest of their time outside of your office and they're hearing everything that's being told them from outside. And so we know that we have an opportunity here because there's three levels really of healthcare, right? There's three levels of, the, of healthcare. One is disease treatment. That's level one. That's the foundation. And that's, you know, that's emergency medicine. That's hospitals. That's oncology centers. That's where people go who are on death's doorstep or who are, who are severely injured or ill. And we have a brilliant system in this country for that. Absolutely brilliant. Saving lives. I mean, this is where you want to be if you're in, a, you're in an emergency crisis, right? Level one healthcare delivery. I want to be here. You know, I want to be in at least because I live in America. But if you listen from another country, hopefully you have a country that's like that too. You know, the second level is disease prevention. Disease prevention is, you know, what we're hearing about right now. It's wear your mask, put on your gloves, stay six feet apart, wash your hands, stay home as much as possible. That's disease prevention, but that, that has nothing to do with building health, which is the third level of healthcare, which is promoting health or health promotion. So level one is disease treatment. Level two is disease prevention. Level three, do you hear the crickets, guys? Do you hear it? Ain't nobody occupying that space right now except you. And so now is the time for us to step up to the moat. Mike, step into the limelight. Now is the time for us to be saying, hey, what can you be doing to promote health, build your health, right? Because the conversation we've been having has all been about the strength of the host. I'm sorry, the strength of the virus, but it should be being about what can you do to strengthen yourself as a host? 
this sounds like a very chiropractic conversation to me. This sounds to me like, hey, I feel like this is something we've talked about since the beginning. Yes, it is the same conversation. But the question is, have you gotten this message, this valuable message and communication out to your people? Have they really heard it? Well, now people are tuned in. Now people are listening. Yeah, it's so critical that we are aware that in these times of crisis, it's about focusing on relationship, not on commerce. I love how Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach says that. I think that's just genius. In times of crisis, don't focus on commerce, focus on relationship and, in, and really invest in those relationships. So focus on the 60% of the people that are coming in. Don't focus on the 40% of people that are not coming in, right? Focus on the human being in front of you and connect with that person and deliver huge value. So, you know, that's for those active people and to speak into their listening because, you know, the conversation is all about health right now. The problem is, is it's really not about health at all. It's about disease and it's about fear, right? So Dr. Pete, like you just said, there's three levels of healthcare and there's lots of conversation going on in the first two. That first level of healthcare, that treatment of disease is all about keeping people from dying. Whereas that second level of healthcare, which is disease prevention, is really about keeping people safe. Wash your hands, clean the surfaces, social distancing, no hugs and high fives, that kind of stuff. And everyone's having that conversation. In fact, it's a very crowded and confused, bloody red ocean, right? The third level of health, which is, is health promotion, is a blue ocean for us. We are uniquely positioned to be the one person that is actually speaking into what does it mean to be a healthier person, to be a stronger person, so that we're not so focused on the strength of the virus, we're focused on the strength of the host. And what an opportunity for us to step into a gap, a knowledge gap, an information gap that's been left by the media that's been left by the government, that's been left by the medical world. Here we go, there's a massive gap in the conversation that everybody's having, and you know what's gonna happen, Dr. Pete, when the dust settles and crazy becomes the new normal, the leaders in your community, the thought leaders, the business owners, the decision makers are gonna say, you know what, I'm sick and tired of having an empty restaurant, an empty gym, an empty cathedral, an empty school, you know what? Enough's enough. Does anybody have a better way? Does anybody have a better approach? And of course, here's where we're going to be positioned perfectly as the expert who is uniquely qualified to speak into this blue ocean of what does it mean to become a healthy human being? But we're getting ahead of ourselves here a little bit. That's, of course, phase three or the stage three of the Phoenix plan, which is about mobilization. With our phase one plan right now in this month of April, we want to be focusing on stabilizing that patient base. And that means taking good care of the people that are showing up in your office, but staying in touch with the people that are not coming into your office. Okay. So those missing in actions, those people that have been like, doc, I need to take a pause. I'm going to take a couple of weeks off. Hey, I got to let a month, let this settle down and then I'll be back. Those kind of people. So what we want to do is we want to stay connected with those people so that we maintain our role in their life, so that we maintain the relationship that we have in, our, in their life. Remember, we are their health coach. And, that, and these, times, these times of crisis, they don't need us less. They need us more. So you got to make sure that you keep that connection so that you can continue to give them direction and make collection. So this is where we have to leverage things like consultations, either in-office consultations or phone consultations or what I prefer, virtual consultations. So you're leveraging video to stay connected with a person. So you maintain that relationship. 
that you give them direction. In other words, you tell them about self-care and home care so that they can, you continue to add value and maintain your role and authority in their life. Because eventually what's going to happen is we're going to reactivate those people and we don't want to lose any of our, the momentum that we've established with them. The momentum with their health and the momentum with our leadership. Doc, this is so powerful. We're going to wrap this up here. And I, I want to just emphasize and reemphasize a point that you said, which is the most important thing you can do right now is to be fully present and fully engaged with the people that right now are in front of you. This is the most important thing that you can do. And, you know, I think that if you're not focused on them because you're distracted and you're thinking about, you know, what's got to happen next or, you know, what's happened to me and why is this happening and things like that, right? and you get caught off guard, and you're in that wrong position, you're going to be in a defensive state. And you're not going to be the person that they need for you to be right now. They need your leadership right now. The people coming into your office that are coming in, they need your leadership. If you find yourself in a defensive state, woe is me, why is this happening? Oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? Here's the thing, you're focusing on the wrong thing, you're focusing on what you don't know. And we talked about this, I think in that episode, a few episodes ago, it's just you know, when, when it comes to the quite when people ask you questions about things you don't know, you know what the best response is? You know what? I don't know that. I don't know the answer to that. But what I do know is this. So my encouragement and my challenge to you right now in the stabilization phase, it's all about focusing on what you do know. And so when you're focusing on what you do know, and your team members are focusing on what they do know, and when people come into your office and you can focus on what you do know with the people that are in your office right now, who you have an opportunity to serve, you're going to leave them empowered and equipped and ready. And that's what it means to be in a state of being an offensive position, taking an offensive stance. It's when we see ourselves in an offensive position that we position ourselves to seize the opportunity that we've been handed. You know, in, the, in Chinese, the word crisis is made up of two characters. One of the characters is danger. The other character is opportunity. So in a crisis, there is danger. We're not, we're not not recognizing the fact that there is a virus and there is an economic shutdown and there's all sorts of things going on there. But we are also recognizing the exact same moment is an opportunity. And right now is an opportunity for us to serve the people that we've been entrusted to serve, to empower the team that we've been called to empower and lead, to be the doctor and the voice in the communities that we've been positioned to serve, now is the time and the opportunity to do that. Because if you don't seize the opportunity, what you end up doing is you end up focusing on the wrong thing, which is the problem. And if you focus on the problem, you revert into a position of all you think about is yourself. And so if you want to be in a position now to position yourself for the future, because what you do right now determines what's going to be happening next, what you're doing right now, is stabilization and focusing on caring for the others, the people that are in your business, your team, your patients, and your community. When you take this position of taking an offensive position and focusing on, this is what I do know, and here's the opportunity that I have based on what I do know, and here's who I can help based on what I do know, you are going to experience such a degree of stabilization in your own personal life, in your team, and in your business you're going to say, I stand now on a solid rock. I stand on a solid foundation and I'm ready to move into the next phase leaving from here. That's how we stabilize. So that's it guys. That's phase one of the Phoenix plan. That's your plan for April. Next episode, join us as we talk about phase two, which is what you're going to be doing in May. This is going to be about reactivation. 
And just like the Navy SEALs don't leave anybody behind, neither do we as chiropractors. It's time for us to get ready to double back and go get those people that have fallen out of the raft. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.